ladies and gents, editing tips here, just giving you guys a quick heads up. Now, last night is when the information broke about Sammy Guevara and Andrade getting into an argument and fighting each other. Um, so the information that we went off of was with information that was posted by a TMZ Fightful Select and a couple of other dirt sheets. So that is the information that the podcast is going to report on. We are aware that new information was going to come out, but we wanted to make sure that our immediate thoughts about Sammy Guevara and Andrade and the entire encompassing situation was put out there for everybody to hear so you can get it from us and understand the business side of it. We're aware that there are going to be some new details that are going to be released. Fightful Select just released some more details claiming that Andrade was the aggressor in the fight. With all that being said, I stand by what I said. I believe both men should be suspended. You suspended the Young Bucks and you suspended CM Punk. And in my opinion, that should have happened with Sammy Guevara and Andrade. It just is a bad look all around, in my opinion. Um, but you guys can continue to go, go in and listen to the podcast and hear exactly how we felt about the entire situation because this isn't the first time Sammy Guevara has been involved in a fight or a situation where his mouth is wrote a check that his ass can't cash. With all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and I hope you get some really good information and take away from it. And I'll see you guys in there. Welcome back, everybody, to Down for the Count, your favorite wrestling podcast. Uh, I am Alexis, and with me tonight, it's the OG crew again. Janae is out working, so we're going to say a little prayer for her to survive. But I got Tip and Nicole with me. Ladies, say hi. Hi. Hello. All right, so we're going to have a little bit of a mild show this week, but there uh, there are some things we just need to talk about, nothing crazy. Now that I say that, watch tomorrow, something crazy happens. Um, always. Always happens. Rico put that freaking curse on us, man. Bruja! Anyway, <laughs> I'm one to fucking talk. Um, so anyway, we're going to have a little conversation with you guys tonight, and it's about a uh, certain wrestler who has recently been in the news but not for anything good. Um, it's not CM Punk, thank God, because we had like a month of Punk last time. Um, this is also someone who's very egotistical, very full of themselves, and just seemed to have a very piss poor attitude and lacks in any skill when it comes to wrestling. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sammy Guevara, uh, some stuff going on with him. And we're also going to talk about something that may or may not actually be affecting the AEW locker room that may have to do with Kenny Omega of all people. But uh, before we get started, or excuse me. Uh, so let's get started on that. That was my, fl- my oh, one yeah. flub for the show. <laughs> <laughs> my one flub. All right. So let's get started about Sammy. Um, Sammy Guevara has been a very naughty boy lately. Hmm. as as opposed to any other time well he's been more of a dick bag more than lately ah that's the proper way of saying it yeah so 
Y'all have probably heard us come on here before. We have dragged Sammy up and down. We have took him to our roast sessions. And we aren't really big fans of Mr. Guevara here on the show. So we're not going to try to be biased. We're going to come out with like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-biased approach of things, right? That's also my big word for the show. Here we go. I'm knocking everything out early so I don't have to fucking worry about it later on. Uh, so, Sammy, 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 Sammy. Where should we start with all the recent shit that's come out with Sammy, or should we build up a timeline leading up to his douchebagness? Oh, Sammy. <sighs> Now, we have had on the show before, uh, Trady Terry from We Love Wrestling. Go check him out. We're part of the We Love Wrestling Network. Because if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, we love wrestling. We love Got wrestling. It. Oh, I man. Feel like Shout out to Trady. What a right. fucking I've became. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've, uh, if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, actually, about uh, about a year ago, actually, we uh, did a show with Trady um, about Sammy Guevara acting up over at Impact Wrestling when Impact and AEW were doing that merge. We'll get to that in a second. And when we asked uh, Trady about it, he said that he's kind of known about Sammy's attitude since when did he say like 2016, something like that? I do not remember. It's been a, I don't know if it's that far back, but it's, a de- it's been a decent, as decently far back. It's well known that he has a piss poor attitude. Um, and it just seems like ever since he's gotten to AEW, he's just, he's constantly like the infected toenail on everybody's foot. Because. Well- it, I mean, look at, look at why. Like, you're you're in a company. You're being pushed to be one of the top billing stars. You're not really being reprimanded other than when, like, it's public, you know? Like the Sasha Banks thing. Other than that, there's no reprimand or punishment for out-of-line behavior. And he was young. So... And impressionable. And what he learned very quickly was as long as you got the talent and the skill and you're being billed as one of the number one guys, you pretty much do what you want. And that's exactly what he's been doing. Now, I remember when we were doing the show, it was me, Tiff, and Janae. And it was during... A AEW pay-per-view. I cannot remember for the life of me the name of the pay-per-view. And it was that one where Sammy was going up against Matt Hardy. Now, there is blame that I'm putting on Matt, so Sammy's not getting the full brunt. But the and this kind of came out afterward that they don't practice. They get to the show. That's why they're, like, botching heavy. Everything's cold, right? Mm-hmm. it's that the thing that really put him on the record for me at least was when he speared Matt onto the floor 
and you heard Matt Hardy's back of his head crack on concrete. Now, again, I'm putting that on Matt too, because Matt had Matt is the elder here in the situation. Well, not elder, but he's been around. He knew better to maybe like to check the velocity or not velocity or whatever, but to make sure that when this shit happens, you actually go through a table, not land on solid concrete. Matt, being the dumbest that he is, wants to keep going. That's a whole nother story. Sammy is taking this dude who literally has, you know, like in Looney Tunes, when someone gets hit on the head and they have the birds like tweeting around their heads or whatever. Mm. He is literally taking a guy with that, has no idea where he is and probably half alive. And he's still doing dangerous spots with him. (laughs) Crazy. And then it's just so much. And then recently at All Out, where he just drops Ruby on her neck in an angle where she could have easily broke her neck. I mean, and people are still, people are still riding for him. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Is it like CM Punk where you either like him or you don't like him? I may give Phil like all the shit in the world, but at least Phil's not walking around here injuring people left and right. Granted, he's injuring himself, but he's not injuring others. So like, what do y'all think? This is, this is insane, right? Um, it's been a thing for a while, but people ignore and they, they make things a, a problem when they feel it's a problem. Big thing with Sammy Guevara right now, I got him and Andrade are having it out on social media. A lot of people are going to say it's a work, you know, um, others are like, well, you know, they have a right to air their grievances. Um, so I don't know if anyone knows this. Sorry, I want sorry to interrupt you really quick, Tiff. They just popped up. So that the match with um Andrade and Ten are off is off. What do you mean it's off? Like was it supposed to be on tonight? No, it was supposed to be on Friday. It's been like this big build up. Um, for those who haven't uh, been really keeping up, um, everyone like this slight sort of like, I don't want to say rivalry, like the storyline building up with Andrade and number 10, and it was supposed to finally come to a head um, on Friday that if, oh, oh why am I yawning? sorry, if Andrade won, then he, and then, um, 10 would lose his mask. Oh, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was supposed that's to be been canceled. It was canceled. Oh, shit. Okay. What the hell is going on in that locker room right now? And instead, it's going to be. And instead, there's going to be a trios um, championship match, um, Death Triangle versus Dark Order. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that, but like, okay, Rade did an interview. 
And he basically said that Sammy Guevara, you know, was mad at him after a match and said that he hit too hard. That led to, he didn't say it to his face. He heard it from people in the locker room. Andrade went and asked him and Sammy brushed it off and said, no, it's fine. I don't have an issue with it. But he kept hearing it. So he obviously believed what was being said, okay? This led to some discord between the two of them where they don't necessarily care for each other. And now, because he did this interview and he called Sammy out by name, Sammy took the Twitter to defend himself, but he went completely off. So let's um, let's just call it what it is and just say what the man said instead of paraphrasing it. I think that's unfair. Okay. Um, I mean, I found a trans a translation of the. Hang on, cat. Why are you? Ah, hang on, my cat is being weird. I want to make sure I get the Twitter exchange. That's right. On, hold on just a sec. I'm trying to figure that out too. So Sammy basically responded to what Andrade said on Twitter. And uh, shout out to Janae because she put the stuff up for us to see. But he had an interview. And in that interview, he said, um, I did have one issue with the wrestler. I'm going to say his name. It was Sammy Guevara. I had an issue with him because he once came to the locker room and complained that we hit to hit him too hard. It's wrestling, solve it in the ring. If I hit hard, hit me hard too. I learned that he came in and that he accused me like a little girl. After I learned about it, I spoke to him and asked if he had an issue with me, but he said he did not. And that's all there was to it. Andrade put on Twitter, I said it to your face. If you had a problem with me and you said nothing, I won't beat your ass because I'm a professional. Don't be scared. When I say something, I name names and I'm not scared to get fired. Hashtag Sammy. Sammy then responds and says, you didn't say shit to me, you liar, but here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. <laughs> He's an you ungrateful be, prick? That's what he said. Mm. He said, and I quote, you would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time? Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to do and fuck off. Okay. Andrade so responded, and say, okay, I'm a liar. See you on Wednesday. I'll tell you to your face again and nothing you say that you do not have a, any problem. And that's what he said. And I'm assuming that's where they left it. Now, now I saw a translation of that interview that he did. I, I saw it, and what he was saying, I, don't, I didn't mean to interrupt, I just found it on Twitter. Um, pretty much, what he, well, Andrade was saying, that like, 
Sammy was saying, like you said, like he was hitting, he was hitting too soft or hitting too hard. And he's like, there's guys in WWE that hit hard. Sheamus is notoriously known for being a hard hitter. He holds nothing Drew back. Too. Drew, uh, all, Gunther, all of them, especially uh, all the all the British, all the UK wrestlers. That's they wrestle hard style. That's how they wrestle. I mean, that's how they do it, man. And then like. You know, he was saying even the Miz is knows how to strike, and the Miz isn't like a striker, but he has knocked a couple of guys around where you know, like him and Daniel Bryan were like going back and forth, and both their chests were lit up like fucking hamburger meat. Well, I mean, it also too plays to the strength of the wrestler that you're wrestling. So, like some wrestlers can handle that type of hard style wrestling, right? Whereas others prefer the more cookie cutter let me just make it look like i'm hitting you lightly tap it some of them are a little bit more pampered you know nicole prefers british style wrestling uk style wrestling because of its hard-hitting style it comes across almost like mma style fighting it, it's very brutal so some people can take that others can't but i mean i feel like if this, if what he says is true, right? If what Andrade says is true, which I mean, I, he doesn't really have a reason to lie. Let's put this into perspective. If Sammy, if Andrade wanted to pick on somebody, he could have picked anybody else. Sammy Guevara is very low on the totem pole in, start, in terms of stars mm-hmm. to go after, okay? Um, so I just don't believe that this is all just like him trying to get fired. I think he generally had an issue and he was just like, I'm just going to be honest and say what the fuck I want to say, which respect, whatever. Sammy Guevara don't give a fuck about what he do. I mean, we all know this, right. but I mean, if if we're going to be real, this, like he said, like this could have been settled in the ring. Like we could have figured this out. Instead, you decided to go backstage and start whining and complaining. That's a problem for him because it makes it seem like Andrade is difficult to work with. And that causes discord in the locker room as well. So while Sammy Guevara is on Twitter puffing his chest out, you know, he knows full well backstage, he is not going to have all this rah-rah when it comes to him, to that man, to his face. We just know that that's not going to happen. Right. First and- of all, you ain't got the weight to be that spicy. You was already bitching about how you was getting hit. So I know that your little punk ass, your light in the feather ass is not going to be all this, having all this animosity, cussing and screaming when this man is in your face. But Janae sent us a little a little tizzy in the group chat. Apparently, Andrade and Guevara got involved in a backstage altercation. Really? According to Fightful, it says, and I quote, this was three minutes ago. Okay. This just happened? Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm. Another backstage altercation took place in All Elite Wrestling. Sources familiar with the situation claimed that the on at the October 5th AEW Dynamite show, there was an altercation between Andrade and Sammy Guevara. The two have been taking shots at each other in interviews and on social media throughout the week. And it came to a head at the Dynamite tapings. Andrade was removed from a scheduled match versus career match against Dark Orders 10, which give lens to Nicole's 
credibility yep. with the latter remaining on the rampage schedule in another match. Those that we spoke to say there was a verbal altercation that got physical with Guevara shoving Andrade and Andrade oh. throwing a punch. We're not sure if the punch actually connected. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But we're told it was not part of a grander work. Both wrestlers were removed from the tapings and sent home. And TMZ has confirmed this report. Andrade oh, I just rest- seen the uh, wow. TMZ report. TMZ report Andrade just popped up posted, on our timeline. Yeah. Andrade posted, respect me and I'll respect you on social media so- shortly after. Earlier today, Fightful Select noted that several in AEW were frustrated by the situation in light of the locker room being more cohesive in weeks. We'll update the article as we get more information. Now, what we're talking about is Fightful went and got, you know, some a little bit of tea from the wrestlers and whatever source that they have backstage at AEW. Basically, the main consensus was people were not happy with Guevara and Andrade going back and forth on social media. They felt that Aaron, the dirty laundry was distasteful. They had already had a situation like that with CM Punk and they didn't want to go back to that. Plus their locker room leaders, which is Jericho, Moxley and Brian, all of them had made it very clear that they were working towards rebuilding the locker room. So it was a more cohesive unit, a more, I guess you could say familial like environment And they didn't want people to feel ostracized or isolated. They wanted everybody to feel like this is a camaraderie and we're all working towards building AEW to higher strengths. But when you have a company that is built on those who are being put up on the pedestal and those who are holding said pedestals, they're going to fall. They're going to fall. The problem is this is the structure that Tony Khan has built his company on. Doesn't matter how many days you sit up and say we're a family. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make this work. We don't have to worry about doing that. There's a problem. We'll come together. No, because egos come to mind. I know I have the boss's ear. I can pretty much say and do whatever I want. You don't have that. You're an ex-WWE guy. I'm an AEW original. That is the environment you bring. So now y'all trying to change the regime. Everybody ain't going to go with it. We called this. And I distinctly remember, I distinctly remember Nicole saying this, Alexis was saying this, and I was saying this, and even Janae was saying it on many occasions. And every single time we brought this up, and I swear to God, this shit is laying out verbatim exactly how it was laid out by us, not that even is- three years ago. And y'all, everybody was just like, y'all hating, y'all gotta let them get to the get to the point. No, because see, when you start a seed, it's gonna grow, okay? You're watering it, you're feeding it, it's gonna grow. And that's exactly what y'all did. This is how you birthed this company. You think that that's going to change because three of y'all come in and y'all are respected guys and everybody respects y'all. Yeah, they respect y'all, but they don't respect each other. Uh -uh. It's a backbiting, nasty world that we live in. And when you put that in a little tiny box, that is bound to combust. 
There's no fucking way that this shit was going to be fixed with just a little meeting and we all just holding hands. Kumbaya. No. Words have to have actions. Actions take effort. There's no way that you were going to be able to execute this properly without having a plan in motion, which leads me to believe that y'all don't. I don't care how many locker room leaders you got. Jericho, Moxley, Daniel Bryanson, all y'all. All y'all. It don't matter how many locker room leaders you got. If you ain't got no plan to execute this shit, it's not going to work. Clearly, it's not working. Sammy Guevara too busy sucking on Tay Conti's titty anyway. Ew. Okay? Okay? Y'all let this monster get a little too big for his britches. And what's going to happen is... If Andrade missed that punch that time, I guarantee you the next person he tried that shit with, they ain't gonna miss. They gonna knock so, his little ass the fuck out. So question to, to you guys. Say like I'm talking to you from an HR perspective of things, right? Like we're putting I love everything. This. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> I just wanna ask y'all this. And this is an open question to anybody who's listening to the show. This is the second time that one person, that Sammy Guevara has been in an altercation with somebody back there. The first time was Eddie Kingston, which I honestly think King, ugh, Kingston and Andrade are now talking in the locker room. So they're like, they're ready to jump his ass in the parking lot. Well, and Kingston's too busy trying to save him. Like the kid, just let the kid be. You know, the kid, the kid's going to learn. It's going to take time. Like, okay, he's, Eddie. Okay. Yeah. He's like sitting back somewhere. He's like, it's going to happen gonna happen okay, I, don't need to go to, I don't need to go to prison i'm just gonna let it happen anyway seriously though this is the second time that an altercation has happened with the same person in your company there's some, like there's a common factor when it comes to these altercations and it's sammy this is the second time in less than a month no not more than a month I don't know. I don't know math. I know pro wrestling. I don't fucking know math. No one asked me to do math. Anyway, it's not even been a long time since all that shit went down with him and Eddie. What is Agreed it going princess. to be? He is a princess. He's a fucking... I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because that sounds really mean. And I don't want to piss anybody off. But what do you do now that I don't care if this is your your top guy? What the fuck has he brought to your company? You had to send Jericho over to Impact when Sammy went over there and started acting like the fucking little prima donna that he is. He wanted the goddamn most easiest X Division title run ever. And then he got mad and he threw a fit and you had to send Jericho to, to smooth everything over. When is it in? Because now this is the second, and what I'm just trying to get to, this is the second altercation with Sammy Guevara. Is this a fireable offense at this point? Because he seems to be the main issue. He's the one who's body shaming people. He's the one who's coming for people. He's acting like Andrade never had a career before coming in the WWE. And I hate when they forget about that. Like, and you know for a fact, oh, he can bring up Rick, and he, you know for a damn well, if he brought up Charlotte, that man would not have missed that punch. Andrade would have took his ass out. But you know the minute somebody would say something about Ty, he would get all offended. 
when does this end? What is there like a third strike? You're out. So someone's really going to have to beat his ass. And is he going to stay free? Because this is no, exactly. (laughs) Perfect timing, cat. No, when is he going to stop being just, he's going to skate by. He got nothing with Eddie. And then it's like, he, he, he's, that's a horrible person. There's nothing good about him. And now if Andrade gets punished, but he doesn't, that is the fucking biggest red flag this side of fucking Russia. Well, they both been sent home, and technically Sammy Guevara is the one who pushed him. So we'll see. But what was the HR question? The HR question is how many altercations are something that's going to happen in that locker room that has to do with Sammy before A, whoever the higher ups are, because you know it's fucking, it's not Tony Khan. He's busy with his face buried in something. The higher ups are going to take to realize he's the he's the person that everyone has animosity for, or he's going to get fired because of his shit personality. That that's pretty much what I was asking. Like, how much longer does he have before he seriously fucks up and he's gone? I mean, well, that was that's what I, that was the long point I was trying to get to. Sorry, I know it took like forever. Um, honestly, it. This is like a loaded question. It depends. Like, yes, there's people that, um, quote unquote, that he might have to answer to board um, some like for like TBS and TNT. But also we have to remember um, AEW is a private company. Uh So unlike in WWE, they would have a board and other people that they would have to answer to for this. Um, and this is just speaking with uh, my, on my personal like experience with that, because I worked for a big company that was publicly traded. I work for a company now that is not publicly traded, but is working its way to be so. So how you handle HR issues is kind of like a, I don't want to say great, it's like a gray area, but an area that varies. varies. So it kind of depends on how you want to handle certain things. Um, With this, I'm going to be completely honest. Sammy probably won't go unless he see, unless someone like complains. And goes to someone, goes to like, like a company, like, like TBS or like any of those who work in that area. And I think, or if someone makes like a very formal complaint, like, I quote, don't feel safe here. I don't, I don't like the type of work environment I in. I'm in, et cetera, et cetera, then a HR investigation will get launched. But I think until someone formally does that, nothing will happen because you don't have any, um, you don't have any, I don't want to say like checks and balances or things that you need to like handle and are correct for that matter. Like see, like Sammy's ass is on TV right now. He is not going to go. No, dead ass, looking at his ass right on TV. He is not going to go anywhere. Does unless... he look shook? No. no. 
he is not going to go anywhere unless someone files a complaint and enough people behind it. Yep. I would say, (laughs) I would say maybe about 10 or so years ago, probably not this day and age, maybe because I know I would be very annoyed and not necessarily like, obviously we know like most of them should take care of themselves, blah, 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 like physically, like physically, like in a fire altercation or whatever. Right. Um, right. My thing is if this, again, if this was me, I'd be very irritated because I'd be like, this is the third the fourth fight that we've had backstage in the past I don't know so and so months two months two of these are so and so months so I was like and this is I don't feel like trying to figure out a time frame and what is math two two of these incidents have involved the same person Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like, unless someone like formally like makes a complaint about something and does something, he is not going to go anywhere. So I understand an HR standpoint for a company that is not publicly traded and don't have board members and others that they have to answer to, it's not going to really go anywhere. So if they were publicly traded, then like, will we have, I mean, like, again, I don't know anything for business, okay, right? So like, Essentially, so publicly traded. Like you're publicly traded. You you're you open have to the public. To answer to yeah. And your you, your records you're are answering public. To, yeah, you're answering to shareholders. You're answering to the board. You're answering to quiet investors. Those people hold weight. When you're public, when you're private, the person who owns the company is the one who ultimately makes the decision. So, unless they have an HR department, which they may for their business side but not necessarily for the entertainers, okay? Which I don't because, think they do. Okay, okay? because you're, you're looking at it from a standpoint of they had to have an outside company come in and investigate the fight between the Bucks and um, um, Punk the elite, and, the and Ace Punk, yeah. yeah, and then so, also if you want to use... Um, the Try Guys, for example, they also right. had to have an HR, an outside HR company, ex- like, um, investigate the issue because they quote because they they're a private one. company. They don't have an HR stuff. So funnily enough, because they used to make jokes about that Ned was their fucking HR, basically. Well, yeah. What happened to fucking Ned? Yeah. Well, so that what, like what, to, to what? Hi, go to hell. Well, shit, so what Nicole is saying, her credit, it's like you are you you're operating this this big company. It's a million dollar company. It makes money, all right. But you don't have the departments to handle these types of discrepancies, and you should. Um, even if you don't, you should have a procedure in place that would take care of it. Sammy Guevara could be considered a liability if I were in that company. He would not be on TV today. He would have been sent home. As Andrade would have been sent home. Both men were in a fight. Both men should be reprimanded. Like I just told you, it is very clear who is favored here. Very clear. Because 
this guy gets into a fight with another superstar that works for your company, but you decide to put his ass on television. Now, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say said confrontation happened after Guevara went backstage after his segment. Okay? All right, cool. We'll see how this plays out. Because from my understanding, going by the facts, by how it was reported, TMZ reported it, as did Fightful. And so have all the other dirt sheets. They've all caught wind of it by now. Sammy Guevara is the one who pushed Andrade. So by logic, looking at how what happened between Eddie Kingston and Guevara, Sammy was the aggressor, and he should be the one who was sent home and suspended for two weeks. But we'll see. Because it's, it's, it's not a question of HR. It's really just simply, what do you want your work environment to be? People don't need to feel like they have power and leverage over anybody. And it's very clear that Sammy Guevara feels that he is untouchable. He can say whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Nobody's going to do anything. You've made that very clear by how you treat him in terms of what he does. Yes. So you, you, you essentially have set a precedence now with him and all the other people see it, but there are going to be those who are going to ignore it and say, oh, that he's just a young kid. Youth does not equate always to your intelligence. You could be young and still be smart. You could be young and not be ignorant. He's choosing to do what he wants to do because he knows he can get away with it. So if I were Tony Khan, he would be reprimanded. This is your third offense. You don't have any more tries. You either get your shit together or I will fire you. You will not tank my company because you want to act like a jackass. That's not difficult to do. But Tony Khan is like the dad, you know, like the divorced dad. He got to be the cool kid, okay? I want everybody to be my friend because we're friends. You're not my employees. You're my friend that I pay. Okay, um, that. Like, we, it's just we, it's it's literally like I have never seen someone not have control of something so much in my entire life. Hey, this is like giving us this a, is a, a, a this is in, a, a baseball bat and telling them not is, to hit anything. This is beyond fucking insane. And it's re and it's ridiculous. And it's like someone eventually has to be like pull like has to pull in the reins. Because there is no reason that two people had an altercation and one of them is still not only still showcase getting showcased on TV, is still in a main event, unless they do something where he gets taken out or something, which I highly fucking doubt it. There is no reason he should also be on TV right now. If he's in that main event and Andrade was sent home, I, what I said game is over. true. Fucking I'm game over. You. And the thing is, is that if, and again, I don't want people to be like, well, you just, you just want AEW to fail. I do not want AEW to fail. 
Um, the, like I said, there needs to be competition. Competition is great for the industry. We all know this, obviously. So talent can fodder in and out in certain places. It's very needed. And yep. it's great that WWE has a mainstream as competition and needed that. We needed that. Like, look how much wrestling has been able to start. I credit Don for that is slowly starting another renaissance. Fucking Alton Brown tweeted about the acclaimed. Alton Brown. Yes, I retweeted it. Literally was like, yes, Alton Brown. People don't know who Alton Brown. I feel like people should know, especially if you're a millennial demographic. Um, I love love Alton Brown dearly, dearly, dearly. Like one of like my... um, inspirations to like start cooking and to like be a chef is out in brown so I I absolutely adore him so it was like cool to see like my two childhood like you know kind of mesh in that way but that's besides the point we need competition but the way that's going it's not going to be AEW I always say it should all it should have always been impact I agree Impact should have always been the one that's neck and neck and right there. I'm hoping it can eventually be Impact. Because the way it's going. Yes, that's what I said. I keep telling people, I was like, if Impact gets on a regular TV show, it's a wrap. It's a wrap if they get on a regular TV show. But my thing is, is that... A regular, or right, not TV show, like a regular, they are a TV show, a regular station for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction is going to be true. I said 2023, 24. It's looking like 2023. Oh, shit. So I'm changing that. And again, I don't want people to lose their jobs. I don't want, especially um, the hard woken, woken hardworking folks who uh, who work in the back, the rate crews, people who really do like the ends and odds and the hard jobs to make this production going in and out every week. But at the same time, it's just a reality. Like this is going to, he is not, unless he does something to get a handle of it, is going to get worse, more incidents like this is going to happen and something potentially dangerous could happen. And again, I'm not wishing ill will and I don't want anything bad, but this is the way it's going because things like this spiral and spiral until something bad happens. And then you that's when you really have to respond when you could have gotten ahead of situations beforehand. Agreed. Yes. And at this point in time, it's like, it's just like it's not even it's like infuriating it's sad it's like sad for the people like i said sad for people sad for the talent like it's just fucking annoying like run your company unbiasedly as like be a leader amen if you if you mentally and physically cannot fucking do that and separate yourself from trying to be these people's friends for trying to like basically just play gm mode so whatever times a week for the past three years because today so funnily enough it's their three-year anniversary hand off to people hand off to people who can i saw at this point in time 
hand it off to someone, have someone be the figurehead, have someone quote unquote run the company and you can uh, run creative. I'm being dead serious. Because that seems like what something that you are 10 times better at, have someone be the actual CEO and you be head of creative and head of like head of talent and then have someone with you so you can have some boundaries. You, he is not capable of running a company. People who are football fans could have told you that. People who are soccer club fans could have told you that. He is not, not, does not have the capabilities to run a company. He never has. He never fucking will. And this is just ridiculous and somewhat scary. Because well, we like can... I said, it could spiral into something that's 10 times worse. Something dangerous can occur because of mismanagement and mishandlement. This is true. It's you have to set the tone for your company. Nicole is, is, is usually right. Um, her business knowledge is impeccable. Alexis, is, she has great business knowledge too. She refuses to admit it, but she does. And they both have said it on many occasions. I went to college. I studied workplace, business environment, organizational psychology. This is a textbook example of how you're destroying your company's morale. You have wrestlers backbiting against each other. Your leaders are trying to present a united front while they're not happy in their situation. And then Tony Khan's cowering in a corner somewhere because he doesn't want to deal with it. You can't have a leader that doesn't know how to lead. That means that people like Phil will come in and take over because they are natural born predators. And he was the prey. It didn't take much. All it took was a little bit of coaxing and man, you're doing a great job. Really? Really? Wow. CM Punk, you love what I did? Yeah, I really do. Because he knew he can come in and take this company right from underneath him. And had he had not acted like an asshole at that media scrum, oh, you best believe he would be running it from the inside. Because that's exactly what his ass was doing. Oh, yeah. You leave your... Um, I think Seahawks, sorry to interrupt you really quick, and Seahawks and someone else. I was like, again... Vince is awful, terrible person. I don't feel like beating this as a dead horse. We say this. But on the other hand, he was like, shit like this. This is before this happened. Or this is before this fight happened. This was just like this shit back and forth. But the interviews. Shit like this would have never happened under a Vince McMahon ran company. Oh, no. Or people who have... Could you imagine? Could you fucking imagine? Look, we give Vince and Co. all them fuckers. We we give them what they want, and they're gonna have to pay for their actions when they meet their maker. There ain't no goddamn way this would even have leaked if this shit happened in the back. And if there was, if it was managed to leak, they'd be hunting down the person who was responsible for letting this shit out. Ain't no way this shit would. No, and even with Hunter running it, and even though they're like, oh, he's making it the main roster is NXT, Hunter would never allow the rock locker room to get like that either. 
because you know why? It's bad for business. It's bad for morale. I mean, we've said it. We've said this shit for three years, not to interrupt, but we've said this shit for three years, and for three years, we've got shit on. But we have said he acts more like a friend than an employee. And I was listening to some older episodes today where we we talked about Sammy and his bullshit and other stuff going on in AEW. And Janae said it. Everything is super time, fun time, because I'm your boss, I'm your friend, everything's honky-dory. But as soon as Tony has to be an actual boss and put his foot down, funny games are over, people are going to be upset because now they can't get what they want after you said they can get whatever, because what hap- look what happened with the releases. Yeah, Tony Khan was saying, oh, I'll give you whatever you want. We're BFFs. We're totally down. Blah, blah, blah. I'll come to your wedding. All that shit. And I'm not saying everybody back there is an ass kisser. There are people out back there who seem like they're there to work. And they're the ones who aren't doing stupid shit and getting in trouble. You never hear anybody from Dark Order getting in trouble. They go home. They don't. They 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 do their job and they leave. That's all you got to do. But he, all this reverts back to Tony. He has let this culture fester. And do you think anybody up and coming or ex WWE guy or ex or whatever? Do you think anybody would want to be part of a company like this now? They would if they know they can get what they want. But that's one thing. But if, like, you wanted to wrestle, you wanted to be, you know, you want to wrestle. You're, like, one of those things or, like, one of those people who are just, like, I show up, I do what I need to do, I go home, I do my shit on social media, but you don't hear from me for, like, the rest of the time. I'm, like, unproblematic, just laying low, right? Why would I want to go and be part of a company because we've all worked there we've all worked at that place that starts out great but by the time there's one day we just walk in and we look around and we're just like the anxiety kicks up you want to pull your hair out you're like i work with a bunch of fucking children it is basically it's a daycare about every single person who left and went over there with the exception of a few were the ones who wanted to go there they the ones who had the most information about what's going on because all of them talked to each other. I know we're talking other. about something semi-important, but Warlow looks so good right now. Oh, he's on TV? I can't oh, he's cleansing yeah. his from Sammy Guevara. Thank you, War Daddy. All oh. of them talk to each other. All of them know. They know what's going on back there. Right? So, it ain't like you were not aware. When you took your ass over there, now you're in the midst of something you don't even want to be in. Like and WWE people- done changed regimes and changed leaders, got a whole new system over there, or at least it's working on fixing the system, at least attempting it. And some of y'all got sour grapes. Well, imagine if like the three of us, just think of it this way. It doesn't even have to be AW. Just imagine like the three of us are at work together, right? And we're just standing around talking about whatever you talk about at like a nine to five business job reports or some bullshit like that. But like, say we're at work 
and we're just talking we're like it's just the three like the four of us because we'll include Janae because she'll get mad if I don't well like if the four of us are just standing around talking and then all of a sudden out of nowhere we hear this big old thing going on and it's people fighting and it's not the first time this happened I just be like uh I gotta start looking for a new job because I can't deal with this shit I'm too old to be dealing with people fighting in the fucking back no, no, you know I'm trying to figure out why they fighting and what happened because I'm messy like that I'm well, sorry I'm here but after we figure all that out <laughs> I mean if this is situation because see this this that'll be an isolated incident that won't be because of the company itself so like in some instances you could say, well, this happened in the company, but that's not the company, right? If we were working at a corporation or any type of nine to five business, be it, let's say it's bigger than a small business. There's an HR department that would handle that. That's what personnel and HR is for, to handle workplace disputes, okay? First, you would go to them, you go to your supervisor, the supervisor would work it out, they file the report which HR, it has to be put on um, file with HR. If you are in an altercation with that same person again, you are supposed to be either reprimanded or sent to counseling. And then if it continues to escalate, whoever the aggressor is, they are either suspended or fired because they keep violating the workplace policy. AEW is private owned, just like Nicole said. So these things don't always happen that way because there's not necessarily a system in place. If they don't hire outside HR, then there's not going to be any system in place that's going to reprimand them if they step out of line. So AEW has to have bylaws of some kind that governs the independent contractors to ensure that they are not hindering due process, okay? Obviously, they have some kind of system there where it tells them you are not allowed to get into physical altercation. You could be suspended for X, Y, Z days. We've seen them implement this particular procedure. Where I'm having an issue with is the consistency with one of the people in said fights. There is a pattern that is not being checked. And that's where I'm having an issue. You can suspend him all day long, but if he comes back and then two, three months down the line, he's agitating another superstar, you've got a problem here. This person is not respecting the authority of the company, nor is he respecting your authority. That is blatant disrespect. And if it was me, the first time he had an offense would have been the last time. Period. This is my fucking company. I'm not going to let you take me down to the ground with you. You want to act like an ass? Take your ass on the indies and try that shit with somebody else for the promotion. But you're not doing it with mine. I'm the one who has to answer to these fucking executives at Warner Brothers. They're the ones uh-huh. who are governing me what I got to do. Absolutely not. You either fall in line like the rest of the soldiers or you're going to get your ass out. That's it. Sure enough. Period. And you know what? I didn't even think of that. I keep forgetting about the Time Warner Discovery thing. 
Like if that bullshit Tony Khan continues, can only do so much. Can yeah, only do so much when it comes to his show and the TV and how it's produced. They do. He does answer to one person. He answers to them. They're the one who distributes his product. If they get an inkling that there's something going on and they don't like it and it can somehow affect them, they will take the necessary action to let him know you need to fix this or there will be consequences. Simple as that. And he's going to do what he has to. But instead of him making sure it gets done, he's going to instruct somebody else to do it. And then they're going to instruct somebody else to do it. And it just keeps going down the line. That just, it, there's no system there. And I don't know, like, we, we can't be for 100% sure, right? But mm -hmm. something about this doesn't sound right, okay? And we always compare them to WWE because per the fans, they're all on the same level, right? Right. So comparing them is fair. When you're looking at WWE's hierarchy and its structure, yes, the superstars are independent contractors, but they sign a contract. In that contract, it details. Oh, Becky! Becky got do. her inches back. Uh oh. No, she did not. And she don't got a brace. Oh shit! Wait, who? They detail Becky. Becky. It details oh, what they can do, what they can't do and how they're allowed to govern themselves. They also get an edict coming down from talent relations. Listen, this is how you can run your social media or you can hire someone to do it for you. They have the necessary protocols in place to protect the company and themselves, as well as the superstars. You can tell by how they speak. They got a whole fucking network to text message the superstars and between the talent relations, producers, all that shit. There's a text messaging app for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they have everything in place to protect the company, but more specifically to ensure that the wrestlers know how far that line is going to go. When you cross the line, there are consequences. And usually it plays out on TV some kind of way. Somebody loses a match to somebody you know they're not supposed to lose it to, right? Mm -hmm. somebody ends up getting quote unquote kayfabe injured in the middle of a rivalry and then it's either killed or that rivalry is moved to someone else yep we know how it plays out with that but when have you ever seen anybody being reprimanded in AEW with the exception of Eddie Kingston getting suspended for two weeks for pushing or hitting Sammy Guevara for being an asshole because he was being an asshole. Because let's be clear. You have been caught up in multiple altercations with multiple people. Going back to Eddie Kingston, you basically called the man fat. Okay? And if I was him, I'd have punched you in your shit too. Gladly would have suffered the suspension just punch you in your shit. You will not try me no more. I know that. Then you, you get married to this bitch you with. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a fuck about nobody getting mad about it. You get married to this bitch. All of a sudden, after you paraded your girl on TV, proposed to her. And people were and calling he, his ass out about that on Twitter today. I'm like, fucking finally, y'all are waking up. Then you then you get, you get engaged. You kiss this girl. 
that you've been working with. You kissing her on New Year's Eve. You get engaged to her next year. Get married. That's your wife. Congratulations, I guess. Then you get the big head. You go to AAA. You get the the, the mixed tag team titles of AAA, which I was like, I didn't even know they had mixed tag team titles. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of that shit. I was like, why y'all give it to Guevara and Conti of all people? Shout out to Big Titty Terrence. Sorry, I'm also trying to make sure we're live swinging for AEW. Um, thank God FTR is finally on fucking Dynamite after how long? Anyways, um, you heard them talking shit on that um, over the weekend. But anyways, literally, and also I did not process this. And she was like, I, she's like, I can't imagine a million years that literally the company's EVPs and and fucking CM Punk have gotten less grace than Sammy fucking Guevara. Hmm. Not only did you suspend the EVPs and CM Punk, you stripped them of their titles. Yeah. Right. You took their titles from them and then you suspended the people who was breaking up the fight. And then you realized that mm, that was a little too far and you reinstated them. But Sammy, Sammy Guevara is on, 10, is on TV 20 minutes after getting in a fight again. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Is I'm he sucking Tony's dick in a way that he likes they it? They were like, things like, so, this like, Chris Jericho must be paying bills back there because ain't no way. I'm telling you. And you know what the sad thing is? We all know Jericho's a piece of shit, but Jericho's been long enough, been around long enough unless he really is that big of a piece of shit. All those guys back there who have been in this business longer than Sandy, 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 Sammy Guevara has been alive. They need, they should know better. They need to nip this shit now. What they gonna do? I, what can I they do? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But this is getting fucking crazy. There is nothing that nobody can do that doesn't have the authority to fire him. I don't give a damn how many veterans are back there, how many conversations you have with him. It is clear that he does not respect that. If he did, he wouldn't go off and have cocked on people the way he does. Could never be me. <laughs> no, ma'am. Where's all those old heads who used to fight people? Like, sitting back there watching the damn show from the back. Henry back there. P. Malenko and them is back there. They got a whole fucking team back there made up of many of ex-WWE producers and superstars. Okay? And Sammy Guevara is still getting away with fucking murder. That's... And it's, it's just like... It's just so wild seeing people on Twitter coming at... Because no matter what, no matter what wrestler... Until you, oh no, I don't even want to say till you damn near till you kill somebody. I don't know how that is, but like people are like waking up and realizing that um, that Sammy Guevara is not the person they really thought he is, and it's just like, oh well, remember he did this, and remember he did this, and kind of remember he did this. I'm like, yes, you guys are realizing. You don't realize any wrestler is going to have dick suckers. I completely understand that. That that is a thing and it's always going to happen even if you do egregious acts against other people my and it, it's cool seeing people understand that when we say 
that we don't like somebody and we come at you with facts. We're not doing it because we're being bitches. We're doing it because this is what we're seeing. My problem is this boy's getting special treatment and I'm going to call him a boy. I don't care how old he is. Everyone's calling him kid. He's almost 30. So I'm calling him a boy because he wants to act like one. Well, I think that's only fair. He is, he's not good. He's not good. He's not good at all. He seems to thrive more on causing drama and keeping his name on Twitter and social media and in podcasts. I know we're calling us out, but he seems more obsessed with that than actually doing what he needs to do. He has been so botchy the last few matches that I have seen him in. There was one match with Scorpio Sky. He completely whiffed the Spanish fly. I mean, it was so obvious. He landed like a foot away from Scorpio Sky. You know what it is, though? You know what I I realized, though, about him? You're right. He does care more about the the retweets, the, the trending that just goes to the culture that we're in at this point but i mean he's young but he's not that young he's not that far removed from being raised by the internet no i mean we're the millennials there he came after us so what what i I mean they're they're not that far removed from the internet so he he's gonna be emboldened by the follows on twitter by the um, verified check on Twitter, the the major follows on all social media platforms, the trendings, and then he will be booked greatly because of those things. He's being emboldened. His behavior is being enforced by how he is respected backstage. How he is able to move depends on how Tony Khan and the rest of the brood set that environment. You have allowed this man to feel like he can say and do whatever he wants. And now he's on AEW and the Nicole's like, they said that both men were removed. That's what was said in the news articles. But Andrade's match was canceled. But Sammy is still there. That's now, if I'm this saying. was pre-taped, when did no. they tape it? I don't I don't know, but like there was there was a there was a point, there was a point I was getting to. But he he lives for the controversy. And then it's like the only time I have ever seen Sammy Guevara punish, it's because of that shit that came out about that podcast, what he said he would do to Sasha. That is the only time he has ever gotten in trouble. And then he's like, that's not who I am anymore. I said, but you said it. You said it and Ask it was recorded. Why he got punished for that. Ask yourself why he got punished. But and he, he tries to blame it on everybody else. If no one likes him and Ty, it's because they're a hater. And then he gets on his little minions to be like, oh, they're just mad because they don't look as hot as, hot as Ty Conti. I don't want to look like Ty Conti. I don't want to look like a bargain basement, ba- a bargain basement basic bitch. I don't want to be her. I want to be me. And I sure as shit don't want to be with somebody who looks like Sammy Guevara. I, I second that motion. It's going, the thing that I'm getting to, and I know you guys are probably tired of it, but this is what I was saying I was holding back for. 
He has gotten away with so much stuff when it comes to his shitty behavior, when it comes to his backstage locker room etiquette, because we all know that goes really, really far in wrestling, whether you work in WWE or whatever, right? He's not that good of a wrestler. He is chaotic. He's not even the fun chaotic. He is just disaster chaotic. He has hurt people multiple times by botches. He could have damn well broke Ruby's fucking neck at All Out. He dropped her. He didn't even bother to make sure he was carrying her right. And then the bitch, her nose got broken by his bitch. You dropped her and you did not even fucking care. People are like, that's in character. I'm like, well, where's the character in? And where does the right, where does the real person start? Because there is no barrier anymore. There is no barrier. He could have easily, three fucking seconds, make sure he was holding Ruby right and he just dumped her. And that woman has issues with her neck and shoulders. He does not seem to realize he could have broke her fucking neck. And I don't think he care because you know why? His name would be trending again. He is a cancer to wrestling. He needs to go because there are a million other people out there who want to be a wrestler. There's going to be somebody in a fucking bingo hall right now who is a way better wrestler than Sammy Guevara ever could be. And all they need is that one chance, but you have an asshole like that taking that guy's spot. So Tony Khan needs to wake up, stop being buddy-buddy, put on your big boy pants, and figure out if these little rats that are on your ship is worth losing the whole ship for. Because I'm going to fucking tell you, he does that again, he's going to fuck around with the wrong person. And he, please, God, let it be Mox. <laughs> let him say something about Mox's kid or Renee. But I, oh, let it be somebody who doesn't give a shit. Let it be someone who don't care if they get fired because I will go on Twitter and I'll be like, someone needs to book them. Someone needs to book them. Alexis, they suck. They punched out Sammy Guevara. They deserve booking. Because <laughs> he's going to do that. He's going to keep, and it's very, the same very way. Sad day. Well, then it's, it's like how you said. He go back there and think he's untouchable, right? Same way with Punk. Mm-hmm. He's going to he's going to piss off the wrong person, and it's going to be the end of him. By then, it's too late. Look at look at how you had to you had to give him. Try after try after try after try. You gave him so many chances. But you're not going to be that lenient with somebody else. And you guarantee that somebody else is going to bring it up. Like, well, Sammy Guevara's been here and he's been getting into fights with people. And you gave him chance after chance, but you just, you just, just going to let me go. I think they're a bunch of weak sauce, honestly, because it's like Sammy is complaining about him. You know what? I just realized something. Think about this. 
Sam is complaining that Andrade hits too hard. Who else is being told they hit too hard in AEW? I have no idea. Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah, by Jamie Hayter and and Britt Baker hmm. and all their little bitches. They're saying she's stiff. She wrestles stiff because that's how she was taught. And she's not taught in Lucha Libre, but she does striking. She does technical. She does brawling. She's a stiff fighter. And I was thinking about that. So I've never heard her, you know, like wrestling like that until she got to AW. Like right, that's the only I, time I heard people complain about it. Most people rave about Thunder Rosa and her wrestling. And when I just now that shit is still suspicious to me. See, that's why I'm saying something is up back there because I was Googling while we were doing the show to see if anybody had ever had any beef outside of wrestling with Andrade. And I could not find a single goddamn thing. Everyone was just saying how nice of a guy he is. Well, it sounded like to me, um that some of those people there don't really like the outsiders and they want certain people they they got a click thing going on backstage like that's that's true there's a click situation back there we know that that happens in any environment where there's a bunch of people and you you just form little alliances it's like watching fucking big brother i'm so mad that Um, i didn't i never thought about that till now damn it's fine you thought about it now so I don't know how long we can talk about this, but I'll just say this and be done with it. They just don't have to figure it out. I'm not going to continue to... I mean, they're going to have to figure that shit out. And right now, you've already told the world how you feel about Andrade, more specifically. And if I was Andrade, I want my fucking contract terminated today. Today. I'm not waiting for you to decide what you want to do. No, I'm a private contractor. I'm independent. Yes, mm-hmm. I signed a contract, but you clearly do not have any respect for <clears throat> me nor this work environment, and I want out. And per your own words, which I can use back on you because you said it, not me. You put the shit on Twitter, so it's on public fucking record. Oh, we got Anybody who wants to be too. released, I will release them. I have no problem with letting people out of their contract. Is that not what he said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but according to what people, but according to what people have been saying recently, obviously because he's been aspiring, he is quote unquote not letting people out of their contracts, and that's the one thing I have a problem with. Not necessarily not letting people out of their contracts is because he was a big component proponent about how if people want to go he will not Uh hold them hostage it's awful like these are human people blah 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 blah, fucking blah but look what Um, he's doing but he's not also not wanting to let people out of their contracts also there are people who are like well these people sign a contract they need to honor that but they were the same motherfuckers who had Hello. Free Ali in their bios and uh-huh. well, 
candles and oh I'm glad I checked this pocket I would have lost a vape um and other and other things so it's like it's the double standards for me honestly thanks thanks same motherfuckers who was crying on twitter about wwe being evil releasing all these people well or hoarding contracts why are you doing this to them let them be free well how come you only got that same smoke for tony khan Mm. and since alexis brought up malachi malachi went on his um instagram and said he's not going nowhere he just needed a break that he will be wrestling back in AEW very soon. And I was like, good for you. I mean, just, it seems like okay. between the time frame, he released that uh that type message that he put on his Twitter. Uh-huh. And the time frame that he had that live on Instagram. Somebody had a about, conversation um, with somebody. Malachi never goes live though. He yeah, did. but he went- he did for this. I know. That's what's like. He, did. he said, I didn't. He said, if it didn't come from me, then it's not true. Don't believe everything that they say in these dirt sheets because it's just not true. He said, I'm not trying to be in the middle of no war with AEW and WWE. He said, if I want to go back to WWE, if I, he said, that's my business. But that's not what's going on here. He said, I wish people would just let me make my own decisions. And when the decision comes out, then you can say whatever you want to say. But he said, don't go by assumptions or what other people are saying. I said what I said. I was like, okay, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a double talk for me though, because just a couple of week, weeks ago, you were on Instagram talking about how AEW literally betrayed you and told them the dirt sheets about your personal mental health and situation. But whatever works for you. He could be, yes, Willow. All Willow and Penelope are wrestling each other. Love that. My thing is, is like, and we can kind of move on to this um, slightly different topic is at the end of the day, it's just a shit show over there. Like, truly in the mud, in the gutter, bottom of the fucking barrel with how... (gasps) Yeah, she got the pin! Willow won? Willow got the pin, yay! Oh, yeah, that's dope. I love Willow. Sorry, I thought Surrey was actually going to do something. Um, well, she did do something. <gasps> not you, not you tussling. Um, almost called her Paige. She going to take a bump? Sorry, I got distracted. I thought Paige was going to actually take a bump. Um, anyways, um, it's just, it's just 
a shit show. It's a shit show. There's he has no control over the company. He has no control of the staff because he's established that they can essentially do whatever the fuck they want. So this is what they're doing. Everybody's just doing whatever the fuck they want. That's what you want it, right? That's this is the environment you want it, so you know, deal with it. That's it. Unless Alexis has something to say. Yeah, that's it. Sound like a personal problem to me, Tony, but you got to figure out. Okay. It ain't lame, because I'm at the point where I just don't give a damn. Yeah, <laughs> same. But also, if you want to write me a check. Period. I come here and rectify all this shit. <laughs> Yeah, you you add a head. add a quite a few zeros and make a five a little and five some, some zero behind it. And you know, obviously I'd be back the I well I'm the same back the house, but obviously I'd be in the background. So, you know, I would require like health insurance, um, all those, um, PTO, um, personal you know, time. And some type of retirement plan. Yes, and, her, and you know, good 401k retirement fund, you know, all that fun, all that good stuff. So anyways, mm-hmm. with that, I will have that shit strained out in a few days. I don't want to overshoot myself and say a day. I do it in a couple of days. I can give me a week. I'd have them together. Because I'd be on the ground floor. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I'd be backstage. I'd be like, we're having a meeting. It's mandatory. If you are not here at this meeting, you will be suspended. And all your matches, if you're on TV, will be pulled? Yes. <laughs> and I'll somebody else will be put in your spot. And I will replace it with the women's match. Period. Which we're going to do anyway. So, bring your hands. I don't know what me and Janae would be doing because I think we'd just be standing there like waiting for something to happen. I wish they would be disrespectful. I don't have no problem letting nobody out of a contract. Yeah. None whatsoever. Period. I'm like, I tell you straight up, you ain't got to leave in the middle of a show. Come tell me what's going on. If we got mental health procedures in place, which all workplaces need that. You need yeah. to have a psychiatrist on staff because it can be mentally draining to do the jobs that people are required to do. You want to have high morale in your company? Take care of their mental health. Make sure they get paid vacation time, paid maternity leave, mm-hmm. okay? Mandatory, mandatory oh, no, throw visits in- to the therapist. Throw in there also that if they leave on maternity, that uh, their their spot will not be taken by somebody when they get back. Yeah, you can't lose your job because having a baby is a part of life. That's the process. Yeah, you. I don't understand that. So I, it, it's it's not even hard to maintain that company, and it's not hard to keep people in line. The rules don't need to be completely lenient. This is what I was telling them everybody before. You cannot go to the extremes. WWE micromanages way too much. We see how much that has a toll on people. And AEW don't micromanage enough. And you see where that leads you. So you have to have balance. 
like I said, Impact mm-hmm. is a good medium-ish. They got some issues as well, but I feel like they're okay with it. Somewhat. You just y'all just gotta get it together. And I mean our podcast, from what I hear, is the only ones who have it have you covered on the business side. Period. I love that for us. So if you want some if you want some help, I can help you. I just need to be compensated. Okay. I need to be paid. I'll and be in the HR t- department. And don't be telling my business that I work there either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wouldn't care if I said I worked oh, there. But no, I best believe I I'm still like don't be doing no weird shit because I would still be taking my ass to WrestleMania. Yeah. Period. I oh, just won't no. I just I just won't I just won't like tweet about it or nothing. But I'll be there. I, well, I know what I I know what I can do. I don't I figured out what I can do. I'm gonna be that social media person where I'm gonna I'm gonna follow or I'm gonna make sure no one's fucking up on social media and letting shit out. That's another thing. Y'all need social media training. Yes. Y'all need to have PR on staff. They don't need to hire somebody. Need to hire somebody to train them how to use their social media. Nicole advocates for them wrestlers not to run their own and social media all the time. I am a firm believer in wrestlers should not have any type of ownership over social medias. Mm -mm. Some of y'all are some weirdos. 90% of wrestlers. Only wrestler that I can think of off the top of my head, probably because I just looked at her tweet. Becky got her inches back, got the man hair back. She is out of her sling, so hopefully she comes back soon. Mm. Glad that it seems like she's having a speedy recovery. I love that. Um, yeah, me too. I love that for her because I was, I was hoping she wouldn't have to be out for very long. Um, for She is one person that I would let have their social media because she almost she 95 percent only like always tweets in character Mm -hmm. and when any other time is about personal it's just like things about her life like um like when her father unfortunately passed away or when she got married or you know when she had the baby and like all that shit that's fine um another person even though they are off the wall, but I love it, is, nah, I would, I would raise that then a little bit. Effie, I love how he uses social media. I love his Twitter. Even I love his Instagram, too. Yeah, even though he's out there, but it's all, like, in character, and it's manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, no. I'd be like, I would have, you know, this would be part of my first part. That'd be like the second half of the meeting. This would be like a later in the week meeting. I'd be like, I would have a list of people. Um, you need to give me your passwords. Yeah. And they'd be like, um, no. Okay, we'll delete your account or deactivate it. Okay, and you can, and, and at this point, it's like, dude, you want to have social media? Fine, you need to have a burner account. Yes. Who like the basketball yes. players? Have doing? a troll account. I don't give a fuck. The basketball players got burner accounts that they run on their social media. They got they might tweet out underneath their original account that's verified, but when they want to say some slick shit, they go under their burner account. Mm-hmm. Cause it keeps their ass in trouble and you can connect it to something that they 
you'll never be able to connect to them. It'd be one of them raggedy ass fan accounts or some shit like that. And they mm-hmm. say whatever they want to say under them burner account. But y'all got to rein this shit in. And y'all, everybody backstage is of the consensus that this should have been handled in-house and y'all shouldn't air out dirty laundry. Well, bitch, guess what? Your motherfucking leader, the cult leader, the cult of personality bitch that was there, he the <laughs> one who led the charge. Well, he, speaking, he opened the door. He opened well, the door and Sammy Guevara walked his little bony ass right through it. Well, so speaking of him. speaking of the locker room, uh it, it's just very funny because now that everything is going down with um Guevara and uh Andrade, everyone was like, Oh, before this happened, you know, we were we were getting to be more of a cohesive unit. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, that's what you're saying. But this is the second time in a month. How is that cohesive? That people are fighting. And this is the second time in a span of two months that the same person has been in an altercation. Now I get it, they have, and it's kind of Kind of segue. Sorry, I'm I'm shitty tonight. Um, it just it, it it's just kind of weird to me because they had that whole thing about you know keeping stuff you know off social media. You, you can't be going shooting off at the hip on this kind of stuff. But Jericho still does that. Immediately changed passwords. He, he, Actually, would, I would, he would not be able to use his social media that way if he can't be trusted. Exactly. You can't represent the company and then actively be a dick on social media. You just can't do that. It reflects poorly on AEW. Now, a lot of people are like, well, he's in character. No, because no. that social media he uses for everything. He uses it for his Fozzy shit. He uses it so he can share shit about that stank ass champagne he was selling. He uses it to talk about all the shit he wants to talk about. Everything that he does, he does it through that social media. So no, you can't hide underneath the fact that they're a character because that character operates like a human being, like a normal person. Like any one of us with our social medias. Now, we get blasted for saying the wrong shit on our social media. We have to take responsibility for that. We got to erase shit, make apologies, try to fix it, cover shit up. These motherfuckers can go out here and shoot somebody and nobody will say anything. Oh, well, they were in character. That's how ridiculous you sound. I just bust a cap in somebody's ass. And the only thing you can say to me is, well, I mean, it must have been warranted because she was in character. No, you do not know. Y'all act like, and let let me get back to the backstage thing. So there was something, I I sent it in our group chat and I want to get you guys feel on it because all this was happening when, oh my God, this is all over fucking Instagram about Sammy and Andrade. This is insane. Um, So... 
there was there was this thing that was going around last month and it was really hard at that point because you know that's when everything with the elite and punk and a seal went down and there was a lot of stuff being spread but there was one thing that i saw that like started picking up uh speed but it just kind of died off like as quickly as it started and apparently it was at this meeting where kenny was like you know it's like they're first trying to come like trying to get everything settled and taken care of and then uh, allegedly kenny omega said i wouldn't have hired 80 percent of you here now he tried to play it off as a joke and i was just like eh, kenny ain't that smart but now just just with everything going on and just like me that popping up again i was just like you know something tells me and this proves it that nepotism and favoritism is running wild back there brother i mean i i'm okay i'll take this i'll take with a grain of salt because i feel like a lot of times when something happens people find other things to corroborate it as if this was also happening in tandem in the locker room. And this may have occurred at a separate time. And I, I just don't believe that he, he said that to everybody's face and everybody's still okay with it. They'd be like, oh, okay. They, they had to laugh that shit off like it was a joke. And I do believe that it was one. And y'all know I don't give a shit about Kenny Omega, but I, I just generally just by the consensus of how everybody acts around him, how they talk about him, it just leads me to believe that that was a play, playful banter with everybody backstage. And I mean, I'll, I'll say this, I, I just feel like I really wish that they would have just taken the time to just really, really focus on just building AEW to being the best that it could be and not resting in the hype of it. You were so fucking taken aback by all of this, all this camaraderie, everybody running after y'all, smelling y'all asses and shit, that you forgot a cardinal rule of business. You cannot let the fame go to your head. The fortune is what you're looking for. The success is where you're supposed to be heading. The longevity of your business is what your focus should be in not on temporary million views and 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 little fans running around screaming AEW and people telling WWE fans that they suck because they don't watch AEW. It's like y'all resting in this hype. This hype beast dies down. And then you have to do real work. You have to start really getting people interested in your company. These little bandwagon ass fans that you have Half of them are gone. Gone. And you know where they are? Sitting their ass in front of the TV watching Monday Night Raw every week because Daddy Triple H has taken over and they're happy. Uh So instead of you worrying about all of that shit, you should have been building a true core. A true core fan base that was fully dedicated to your style of wrestling but you didn't do that and now you're in this spot and you've got a choice this is a pivotal moment for you 
you have a two options. You either keep going down this road that you know leads straight to hell. Or you change course and fix this shit now. If Tony Khan can't do it, Nicole is right. Put somebody in charge that they respect. And don't let it be a fucking wrestler. Don't let it be a fucking wrestler. Not one that is currently wrestling on your roster right now. Don't let it be that. Y'all had three, I mean, there. y'all had three years to figure this shit out. I know companies with less manpower and less employees that could get this shit figured out in a year. They're, they're their own downfall. When people ask us about AEW in about 10, 15, 20 years, we're going to be like, yeah, we saw it. And it was their own fault that they fell because the egos and their boss didn't want to be a fucking boss. And they let people like Sammy Guevara run rampant and do whatever they want. And it was cute for a while. And then when people started waking up and realizing that this shit ain't cutting it, that's when the downfall began. And guess what? People are realizing this shit ain't cute. And it's leading to the downfall. And all I can do is just sit back and laugh. That's all I can do. Because we've told you. We tried to tell you. But y'all didn't want to listen. Where were we? Oh, what was the quote? Y'all are just a bunch of dumb bitches. I said we've well, been right for a majority of this year, have we not? Well, a bunch of dumb bitches. A lot of the shit we said have surely come to fruition. Yeah. Nicole, what's the lottery numbers? I need to know those. Do you know them? <laughs> yeah. I, I'll share it with you. Nicole got the last say on this one, and then we gonna call it. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Um, like I said, there's not gonna be changed until it's probably too late. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be their fault. I don't feel bad about it. Me either. Mm-mm. I keep forgetting that's right. We're there now. They, they want to keep fucking around. Yeah, I have to find out. You'll find out, thanks. Y'all can continue to have this discussion if you want to, but I'm out. All right. So, y'all follow us on social media. Nicole's been live tweeting um, AEW Dynamite tonight. Hopefully, I can get this edited up today. Um, she's been live tweeting Dynamite. They usually live tweet the shows every week on Twitter at Down for the Count 19. I'm going to try and give you a short version of this on Instagram, um, which is at D4TC underscore podcast. You guys can have that Discord over on Instagram and on Twitter. The girls will talk to you. They'll go back and forth with you, but please try to be respectful because you 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 don't want one of them cussing you out on Twitter. 
Okay. I don't cuss them. I just okay. block them now because they ain't worth my time. Yeah, you you don't want that. You don't want that. So let's just let's just be respectful in the comments, okay? And you guys can have that Discord on Twitter, which I'm pretty well. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram, which I'm pretty sure it's everywhere by now. Alexis just told us it is all over Instagram. It's everywhere. So, um, yeah, people. So, are another people one by that's apparently. So AEW gets it together. I honestly and genuinely, and the girls say it too, they don't want the company to fail. We don't. But we can't in good interest just sit by and not say anything when things are going to shit. And we know they can be fixed with just basic business knowledge. That's mm-hmm. it. Huh. It's just you taking the reins and taking care of your shit. It's not difficult. So instead of you taking it as we're having a dig, at AEW, it's called constructive criticism. We do the same thing with WWE. And whether they listen or not, I'm going to say what the fuck I want. I'm going to talk my shit. Because I know what I'm talking about. As does Alexis and Nicole. And when Janae is available, she does too. All right? So shout out to everybody who was right in this instance. Okay? Shout out to all y'all. Because we was all right together. We was in that little cocoon together. Okay? Yeah. On that note, we finna go. Okay? Y'all have a good night. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Eight time down. Oh, <laughs> I, I 